Hello and welcome to the Picking at Perfection podcast with me, your host, Alistair. Thank you for joining us on the first episode. And as it is the first episode, I wanted to start by giving a bit of background. I've always had a love for personal development and self-development, but with so much advice out there, it can be a minefield. It is easy to get caught up in trying to be perfect in every single way and in every element of your life. This can in fact have the opposite effect of what you are looking for, making you less productive and less happy. In this podcast, we aim to delve into humanity's obsession with all things perfect in a non-judgmental way. I'm hoping to guide people through chats with guests about their experiences, goals, and methods of dealing with their own and everyone else's perfect expectations. We are all human and I believe imperfection should be celebrated. Our first guest is Kimberleen Lindau, who recently founded her own company, Goal Success 101. This is a full service life coaching solution, providing help with finances, wellness and goals. At its core is the Goal Planner, which she has designed and created herself and is available for sale on her website. So without further ado, I'm pleased to introduce my great friend, Kimberleen Lindau. Welcome, Kimberleen, to Picking at Perfection. Thank you so much for joining me, especially on the first episode. Thank you so much for having me, Alistair. It's great to be here. So I want to start off by reading a quote for you that I found. Um, I'm aiming to start every podcast episode with an applicable perfection quote. So Ayanla Van Zandt is known for saying, a goal isn't to be perfect, but to be authentic. So with this in mind, I want to talk about your personal definition of perfection because it really can differ based on an individual's experience and semantics. Well, is it, that's a really uh, great question, actually, Esther. So perfection is something I think we do get very hung up on. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, when I was younger, I used to think I had to have the perfect photos, uh, you know, Christmases and birthdays. Everything had to be perfect. And then I ended up really disheartened by the fact that well, reality is not like the movies. Things don't get, yeah, you know, not everything's perfect. Um, so I actually think perfect is about how happy you are and whether or not something brings you joy um, and whether or not something actually fulfills what you want it to. So I think a lot of people get said, what is perfect is actually what you define it as. So um, there's a great phrase that gets used with women a lot called, um, do they have it all? And really it's whether or not that person thinks they have it all right so it doesn't matter whether or not you think oh they've got the perfect family they've got the best job and they've got the lovely house actually you know perfect for my mum and dad was just the two of me my sister myself and sitting around at home on a saturday night watching blind date so you know, <laughs> the, the witch tells would be a bit about my age but uh, you know that was perfect you know those are the kind of things those are the moments that are important and i think perfect is made up of, of moments no, that's great. And you sort of led really well into my next question there. Because um, what I was going to say was, do you think that people striving for perfection is a good thing? And I guess that sort of depends on their definition of it and whether they're using their own personal goal of perfection or societies. Because there's a big sort of um, topic at the moment and discussion about comparison and drawing comparison. I think it is really important that you're not comparing because everyone has their own journey and I think progress is the main thing and it's something which from a personal brand perspective I think is really important. Is It's about progress, it's not about getting to the end goal because it's all part of the journey. Um, when you say about comparing yourself with social media, I think that can be very dangerous as long as you put 
parameters in place. Understand that, you know, those children that you see on, on um, social media that have these perfect poses and they're always smiling. I've never met a child that constantly smiles and sits still and smiles at the camera when you try and take it. Try and take a passport photo with a child. That's the hardest thing to do. So I think it's as long as you understand the context of that person, I think actually influencers and people in the, in social media um, need to take responsibility as well that they put the by the way this was edited and this is using this filter and you know we did it at this perfect time and this is how we got to that you know to that perfect pose I think that's something which social media has to also take responsibility for but we ourselves need to know um, when to switch off and I, I will say one of the things with technology is to have that stop button um, and actually say, you know what, I'm not going to look at my social media today. It doesn't matter. On Christmas Day, you should be sitting there with your family or at a birthday party or at a wedding. You shouldn't be caring about what it says on Instagram or Facebook about your wedding. You're marrying someone, right? You're marrying the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. That's the, that's the thing to focus on. No, I completely agree. And I think um, at the moment we have this distance, there's a difference between social media and actually being social in real life, yeah. and those are becoming merged. So I have a lot of friends that, you know, their Instagram or social media profile looks like they're having an amazing time, but I've been with them there, and they've just been on their phone editing, filming everything, putting it on their stories and things like that. They're not actually present in the moment, and that's something that I really try to do myself, is enjoy the present moment and be present. Don't worry about capturing it necessarily, you know photos and things like that are nice but it only if the time sort of allows and it's it's not as much of a priority as enjoying the actual moment is sort of on the topic of striving for perfection I think there's as you say there is a balance and there's two sides to that so my personal experience of it is, it is that it can mess you up depending on what definition of perfection you're striving for so someone could get really caught up and burnt out um thinking that they're not perfect but I also don't like people sitting on the phrase and I hear this a lot oh no one's perfect so they use it as an excuse for not doing something so I'm sort of sitting on the fence between the two mm-hmm. so let's talk about perfection towards your area of expertise um, and your business so what would you say to someone who is struggling with stress and the pressure of their own goals um, and feeling like those goals and they themselves aren't perfect yet I think uh, going back to my previous point about progress is think about where you were this time last year think about where you were two weeks ago are you making progress and it is very easy to get caught up in and that me personally the reason that I've created products the reason that I do what I do is I think it's really important to take that stress out um you don't want to burn out you can't always be striving for a goal it's okay to have a day off um and you know take stock of where you are um the key thing i would the advice i would say is always reevaluate where you are now to where you were and then where you want to go and don't make the milestones too big you know you don't have to buy the seven bedroom mansion that you've been dreaming of it's okay to go with a one bedroom studio if that's what you can get to so i think it's really important that people stop that uh, you know take stock of that when they're looking at perfection especially when it comes to their goals. No, I completely agree. So when I was doing a bit of research for this podcast episode, I discovered something that I think is really interesting, and that is when you're looking at a list or, you know, it could be of goals, it could be of actions, actually ticking something off that releases dopamine within the brain. And I think we've trained ourselves, I I guess society has trained itself, um, and that is a factor of our modern society. Um, But I spoke to a few people and a lot of people sort of become addicted to ticking things off. And I think that what you say about milestones is really 
crucial and making sure that the big milestones are broken down so that you can tick them off almost and achieve and feel like you are achieving and progressing. Um, I know a lot of people at work that actually, they've done something, but they put it on their list just to tick it off because they didn't get that kick of ticking it off, Um, which I think is not necessarily a bad thing if it encourages you to see a list with something ticked off rather than being discouraged with, you know, a list that's completely undone. (laughs) Well, I think that's really interesting you say that because ticking things off your list does release dopamine. But I think one of the key things is it doesn't matter how big or how small those lists of tasks is, um, it's what's on them. So, for example, um, you know, I personally have uh, struggled with depression in the past. And one of the things I remember counsellors saying to me is your to-do list should be get out of bed, have a shower, make your bed and eat. You know, so it doesn't, I think that's one of the things that we need to get out of this circle of is yeah if you're in a great place and you can move towards something and you're progressing that's great but sometimes you know what getting up getting dressed having a shower and eating is all that you can manage that day and that's okay as well and I think you've got to forgive yourself when you do have those days. Mm, No, I agree. That all sort of links back to an individual's expectations rather than perhaps societies or or other people's what they should be doing rather than what they think they should be doing. So I've been taking a look at your goal planner and I really love it. Um, One of the things that I I really like about it is your breakdown of goal categories um, and the main goals for each. So for example, the skill development and the passion project section. It's really boiled down into three main tasks, and I guess that's for the reasons that we've been talking about. Um, I, for one, can get really passionate about a lot of things, so I have a lot of passion projects, and doing that and going through those exercises really sort of helped me nail down actually what is important right now and what can be worked on later. Um, So the motive behind those, those obviously was to encourage realistic expectations, is that correct? Yes, that's that's the whole idea of that. people do you know if you were to say to me if you see my vision board it's huge <laughs> there's, a, there's a huge vision board and there's lots of things that I'd love to get done lots of passion stuff that I keep saying I'm gonna do um but yeah focus on what is possible and I think one of the things we do talk about a lot in uh, one of our workshops as well um which kind of accompanies the planner um is smart going you've got um, specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound and I think the real key one out of all of those actually is achievable um, and relevant because when people talk about setting goals it has to be achievable there's no point in me saying that I'm going to build a spaceship in you know a month I'm not Elon Musk I do not have a couple of hundred people under me um, working on that goal with me so if it is just you it's about having that achievable piece and what and also focus on what's important to you you know it's it's all well and good that I want to be able to be a great calligrapher but does that serve me in any other way yeah if it gives me joy that's great but in perspective of my other goals where does that actually sit No, I agree. And something you've hit on there as well, actually, which I sort of learnt recently is when you say you're not Elon Musk. But if you did, if one of your goals was to build a spaceship, then perhaps it should be on your list to sort of meet Elon Musk and employ his help. It's all about um, outsourcing to some degree. If there's someone that can help you on that journey, then I think it's really important to talk to them um, about, you know, how you can reach that goal and learning from other people. Because we're all here just learning at the end of the day. I think when people say they're winging it, I'm like, isn't everybody? Because I think they are like you know to a certain extent what you're doing but there is definitely an amount um, of winging it throughout the day for most people I think Um, and with the big culture of people talking about imposter syndrome at the moment um, I was listening to an interesting talk actually that 
he sort of the speaker felt that everybody was an imposter because to a degree do you actually know what you're doing throughout the day there's definitely going to be something that comes up that you don't and it is about having the attitude to go ahead and try and do it rather than stepping back and going no I don't know how to do that well it's interesting you say that from a professional perspective there's a lot of that and I think um, I recently did some recruiting and you can tell when people have simply gone onto wiki and put in the words um, that are in the job description and, and it's actually very obvious people don't think it is but it is actually very obvious when you've just done a speed read of wiki you're not expected to know everything I would much prefer a candidate that turned around and said actually you know what um, I don't know that but I'm really willing to learn or actually I know this part which is similar to it and I think that's where people get really caught up in that you have to be really specific I mean don't get me wrong if you're a doctor I would prefer that you're a specialist <laughs> in the area in which you're treating me but that being the exception I think you've got to understand that you you know you don't have to be perfect at everything you don't have to know everything to get on the ladder um, but yeah like I said it's about being willing to learn Perfect. And then again, in regards to your planner, so I am self-confessed big planner addict and have been for a long time now. I literally remember being a kid and running around with an organiser at the age of five and my parents were like, what are you organising? You're five, you have nothing to do. Um, but now I mainly use uh, an iPad and an Apple Pencil um, with templates that I kind of design myself. So, um, and I know you have designed this yourself. So, I always find myself getting bored and needing something new or making tweaks to the layouts, contents, headings. So I know that personally, if I was producing a planner, it would take like four years. Um, so how did you make yourself finalize this lovely planner to print? And do you, obviously you use it on a daily basis, but when you use it, do you go, oh, I wish I added that. I really have a need for a different section today or something along those lines. To your point, uh, yes, uh, actually, Alistair, I think it's very easy to get caught up in making it perfect. And yes, when I look at the planner, I will say, I will confess that the planner that's available on my website now is the third iteration of what the planner is. Um, I believe in something called MVP, which is minimum viable product. Um, when I was thinking about selling this as a product um, to accompany the goal uh, setting and success program, which we have, I went with, well, what do they definitely need? And yes, there is definitely going to be another iteration of it. Um, there's going to be new versions of it going forward. But I think it's really important to put a stick in the sand and say, okay, we've got to move forward. And there's a the concept of MVP, which is minimal viable product, is does it do the basics? Does it do the basic things that, it, that I want it to be able to do and I want people to be able to do with it? Great, then let's just move forward. And does it look decent? Um, I didn't do that on Word. It was done by a graphic designer who knows a bit more about that. Um, so, yeah, that's how I move forward with it. I said, actually, let's go with MVP, let's iterate, and let's get it to market. And then we can move on from there and see whether or not it needs to be improved based on feedback from customers. Mm, perfect. Yeah, because I think... Like you, as you called it, putting a stick in the sand um, or a milestone, some might say, without marking those out, I think you might never actually progress or you could never actually reach because you would be constantly ticking over. So if you don't set yourself um, a, you know, a time point or a goal to reach, you won't ever reach it. And you have to sort of limit yourself on what can be done within the time that you've got allocated and when you want something to be released or done by. 
Um, so now can I ask you, um, if you're willing to share it, what your current goal is and what you're working on at the moment? Um, I've got a couple of goals, um, both personal and business. So business-wise, we're actually developing the planner into an app so that it can be available uh, to people and have some more integrated features because that's one of the big feedbacks we've got from customers is they'd like it to integrate a bit more into technology. Um From me personally, there's a few um, passion projects which I have for next year, um, which includes doing some travelling. So I'm actually, uh, Alice already knows, um, I'm going on a bit of a four-month adventure. Um, When I was 18, there were some things which I put on my bucket list, one of which was getting to base camp Everest, or actually climbing Everest. Um, It was very prohibitive at that time to be able to do it, not only because of fitness, but because of funding. Um, And I'm now in a position where I can actually kick that goal so I've set some time aside to say actually you know what I can get to base camp which is good enough (laughs) Um, so that's one of the big things which I've got on my bucket list for 2020. I love that and um, the travelling does it have a a goal in itself if that makes sense or is the goal just to travel? Um, I think I'm kicking quite a few goals in that in that list of things that I've wanted to do so I'm actually volunteering with with, uh, orangutans I've always wanted to do that um, it's kind of like just kicking a few things off my bucket list before I need to settle down and be, uh, mm-hmm. be an adult. Responsibilities. Um, be responsibilities. <laughs> um, and I think it is just to kind of realign myself a little bit. There's been a lot of change in my life in the last six months, and I'm using it as an opportunity to realign. And that's kind of the big goal. If I come out of that going, okay, I'm re-energised and I'm refocused to get things moving I'll still be running sessions during that those four months that I'm on the road um, and I'll still be you know doing my business but it will be an opportunity for me to do that outside of my normal comfort zone and see you know where do I want to what's my next what's my next challenges in 2020 amazing that was gonna be one of my questions actually in terms of how you were or how or if you were going to keep things ticking over with your business because I actually think that um different surroundings sometimes just changing your environment you know be it literally walking out of the house to a coffee shop or you know getting on a plane as you're doing for four months can be so invigorating and things like that so uh, how are you planning is it you going to quite remote places when you're doing this volunteering like how will you be maintaining everything so very expensive remote plans um um, I'm going to some remote places so when I'm in Borneo I'm in the middle of a rainforest um, so I've got a satellite phone which I've got which will keep me connected to the wow. world um, and that's going to be the same in Ghana because I'm going to be going to Ghana for a month as well um, I'm actually looking forward uh, and I did this a, cu- a year or so ago as I just completely switched off technology so when I'm doing base camp Everest I'm actually going to be no technology mm-hmm. um, I'm going to have a camera to take photos because I think uh, it would be wrong not to. Worth recording that yeah, worth one. Recording Even if it's not on social media, yeah. we could let you off. <laughs> yeah, it will just be a picture of me standing there going, oh, I managed to do this. Yeah. Um, so I am taking a camera for that, but I'm actually going to be completely unplugged. I'm going to leave the laptop and the phone and everything uh, in a safe uh, in a hotel. So Amazing. I'm not planning on... Um, I like being unplugged. It's, it's a really good, important thing to do. So for that period of time in, in March, um, I'll be off the grid. Um, but yeah, my mom will keep things ticking over for me. She's the one that... Um, um, does my distributions at the amazing <laughs> so um she's uh, she's learning how to do it also be working quickly great great okay and then just as a sort of a nice way to close out um i wanted to ask what is the or what in your opinion is the most perfect thing you have delivered or done um it's interesting you know when uh when you say what's the most perfect thing i've done 
I think of like a perfect moment, actually. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, when you think about, oh, well, what was perfect? And actually, um, I was in Africa oh, nearly six years ago now. Um, it's somewhere I always like going back to. Um, and I was on safari. I was camping it. It was a, it was a real uh, backpacker style um, tour. And we'd woken up at dawn to try and get to this um, lake, this watering hole uh, for the entire of the game park. And when we got there, I mean, I was tired. I was just like, you know what? I don't really care anymore. I want to I wanna get some sleep. Um, and then I, when I woke up, the sun was literally just coming over the watering hole. And it looked like uh, the Lion King. Um, this actually, I'm not actually sure if it's on Facebook. I think this might have been before I was social media as much as I am now. Um, but I've actually got this photo um, at the watering hole. We have giraffes and hippos and lions, and there's actually some leopard cubs there as well, which wow. is really rare. So we've got this perfect photo, and that's what I think is like a perfect moment. It's like, it was planned, but everything just came together. And it doesn't always work out like that, but when you say, like, you know, what's one thing which I just think, oh, that went really perfectly, mm. that would definitely be it. Oh, wow, sounds amazing. Um, and then on, on the other hand, then, what would be the um, least perfect thing you've delivered? This can be anything funny, random, or... Um, <laughs> my first training session. So when I first um, wanted to be a trainer, um, the manager who set me this great task of putting together an entire programme for a week, because that's what you do when someone's never done training before. Um, so I spent ages preparing all the presentations and I did lots of work around it. Um, I'd rehearsed and rehearsed in front of an empty room. I hadn't done it in front of anyone. There was not more than just me and my manager ever in the room. So when it came to the um, first day um, of this training that I'd put so much time and effort into, there were 20 people in the room. And unfortunately... Uh, for one of our delegates, that meant uh, that he got to see my breakfast again that morning um, because I decided, or rather my body decided, that in response to the nerves I had, um, it would make me incredibly sick. Um, And so I ended up vomiting um, right in front of the entire room of people, uh, which was great, and I had to pretend that I had food poisoning from the night before. Um, But yeah, so when when you say about what was perfect, it's, you know, I'd spent a lot of time... um, preparing to try and make this the perfect you know impress my boss um and it just you know it it didn't work out quite that way um and I do apologize to Robert who was the very nice (laughs) guy uh in the front row who'd been very very uh gracious considering that I'd uh vomited over him um on his first day at the company he did come back I would add but um <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to hear <laughs> so it didn't scare him off too much um but yeah so you know that was probably the one thing I think about is you can you know I planned and planned but it just it didn't quite come off on the day I definitely don't think you're al- I mean I, I, that's the most extreme story I've heard I'll say that <laughs> but I don't think you're alone in the um or you weren't back then I'm sure you feel more comfortable in front of an audience now um I, I can't remember the organization but someone has definitely done some research and the fear of public speaking comes out on top of fear of dying so people literally fear it more than death so which is quite insane. Kimberleen it has been so great to speak with you and thank you so much for taking the time to record this with us especially as it was the first episode. So if people want more information um, they can visit you on your website which is Oh, that's www.goalsuccess101.com. They can also follow me um, on Facebook and Instagram, and that's at goalsuccess101.
Amazing. And if they wanted to meet you in person? Oh, yes. Well, if uh, you do want to meet me in person, um, I'm actually guest speaking up in uh, Glasgow um, on the 22nd of January. But also running some goal planning 101 workshops in the new year. Those are going to be online. You will be able to see me. Um, so you are more than welcome to come along to those. Um, you can also register for those on our website. Perfect. And we'll provide the link to all of those in the show notes.